everything is energy and that is all there is to it match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality that's a quote by einstein again perfect for this episode of heal conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being Thank you for joining me for this episode of Heal. Sadly, Brittany is not with me again. I'm going to have to fire her, I think, um, but that's okay. She doesn't isn't getting paid anyway, so it's not a big deal. Uh, but I am happy to welcome our next guest. Her name is Beth Manning, and she is a master psychic healer and medical intuitive. Welcome, Beth. Nice to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am too. I absolutely love that you're a psychic healer and medical intuitive, because I think that um, for those who don't know what any of that is, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But for those who don't know what that is, this is such a great person to have in your, maybe I call it a toolbox of healing. Um, You know, someone that you can go to and you're not feeling just right. And she can talk more about how she does her work and how she came to her work. But uh, this podcast is all about alternative ways to heal, learn, and grow and educating yourself. So we're going to learn a lot about what Beth does. So Beth, tell, tell everybody, when you, were, when you were five years old, did you wake up and say, I'm going to be a medical intuitive? <laughs> I can't wait. I did not. Um, what? No, no. <laughs> I think so a lot tell us probably- about you. Yeah. How did you, how did you even think about getting into this? And I know it probably wasn't a cognitive, cognitive thought. It was probably more of a push um, to get into yes. this kind of work. So tell us your story. Go far back, as far back as you want. Yeah. Giant cosmic <laughs> push. <laughs> well, I think when I was five and I was younger, I was always sensing things at a deeper level. Um, but I just didn't know, you know, I thought that everybody else had imaginary friends and talked to these things that they saw. And, um, and I remember I, like, I would always just know what people were, were feeling or, you know, their emotions. And it, it would just make me so heavy sometimes, but I didn't realize that that wasn't, I just figured that everybody experienced the world in that way. Um, and then after my dad passed away, when I was nine, I was, so I was raised alone by my mom and I didn't really know how to process any of the emotions that were happening. And it was a lot of just trying to protect her. Like, I didn't want her to think that she had to take care of me and my emotions and her. That's very heavy at nine years old. Yeah. Nine years old, you're relinquishing your, uh, parental figure to care for you when you needed it the most. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, um, so I just pushed a lot down and just kind of kept smiling and moving forward in life. And I started having just a lot of pain in terms of like stomach stuff, digestive things, um, like headaches, like every day I would have a headache and, you know, went to so many specialists and like, so many different tests and doctors and procedures that they wanted to do. And, you know, nothing ever came back 
conclusive right. with any kind of diagnosis or with right. anything. Um, so even therapy, you know, it didn't really, it, it didn't do a whole lot. And I still had so much chronic pain. Um, and then I was also, you know, as I got older, I was exercising a lot too. So I was always injured and always, you know, having to take time off of that. Isn't that and interesting? Just, I mean, I know where you're going with this, but yeah. it's interesting <laughs> to me that, you know, um, your body was injuring itself, I think, because it's emotionally screaming out for some relief. And the thing is, a lot of people don't realize how connected our emotional body and physical body and everything, um, are so when you are emotionally blocked or challenged or suffering it can eventually affect your physical um and a lot of people don't make that connection so it's interesting so go ahead keep going thanks yeah yeah <laughs> and it, that is it's so interesting too because i think a lot of times people think like well if i just exercise i'll just burn it off or i'll just whatever but it was really just me running away from the problem you know yeah. even faster and even harder yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my body just kept screaming at me to stop and I didn't. Yeah. Um, so my, my first career was as a writer and a journalist. So I was doing that for a while and that did not, I loved it, but it didn't feel right. You know, no. just sitting all day and producing and producing and producing. Um, and I was still like trying to find the perfect specialist and the thing, you know, I was trying alternative things and, mainstream and just nothing was really helping at all. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up in 2008 getting laid off from my writing job when the recession happened. And I was like, I want to go to massage school. Like this, oh. It was like this weird thought that like, I remember <laughs> I was in the shower one day and it was like, I want to go to massage school. Oh, like you're so in the out. shower where it came. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. You know how water can conduct energy and maybe we get a lot of information when we're under it. Yeah. Water yeah. that is <laughs> or near it. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of great ideas in the shower and I never have anywhere to write them and I forget them when I'm done. So I'm, I'm just like, I need to figure out a way to have like a whiteboard in the shower. I know there's your million dollar idea. Yeah. Someone will work, someone will hear this podcast and I'm sure create it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I ended up going to massage school and that, you know, it was kind of, I, it was an attempt to fix myself and I, you know, I really was interested in the body and helping other people and athletes and things like that at the time. Um, so kind of a long story short on that, you know, I was practicing and I was, I was just like, there's more going on here. This is not just about releasing a trigger point or, you know, having this person stretch in a certain way mm -hmm. because people were coming in to my office and I was starting to just see things from their past, like see events that, and they, they had never told me about you know, this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I would just kind of wait and it would naturally come up and I'm like, whoa, that, <laughs> that's crazy because I saw that, you know, a few months ago or whatever it was. Um, and I started realizing, okay, I got to expand my toolbox here. You know, there's so much more. And, you know, I was doing breathing and applied kinesiology and, you know, different kinds of movement practices with people. Um, but it wasn't until I, I heard a a medical intuitive and a psychic on a podcast actually. Mm -hmm. And I was so intrigued and I just, I kept listening and kept 
I just knew that there was something deep inside of me that was so drawn to this person. Um, so I actually, I ended up working with her eventually. Yeah. She became my mentor and, you know, she, she was the one who really showed me all the gifts that I had that I couldn't see in myself. Yeah. Um, so I started to, to really work on opening that up and just, you know, opening up everything. And the more I did that, the more I was able to heal myself as well. And to see that, you know, all these layers that had been so deeply kind of pushed down inside of me, you know, the more that they could come up, it was scary. Of course it was scary. Yeah. And it was a really hard time. Yeah, it is. But it was so worth it, you know, to, to finally become the person that I was meant to be all along. Yeah. And then so I just when knew you that said that you was what I wanted to do. When you said you healed yourself, do you mean that that chronic pain had dissipated? It did. Yeah. I mean, so when I, when I was, I think when I was kind of in the middle of doing massage and things like that, I was starting to find people who were doing more energy work and, mm -hmm. um, you know, working with the body, but really working to release that, the, the deeper things as well. Mm -hmm. So I started to get a taste for, oh, this is okay. This is that missing link in my toolbox. Like this mm -hmm. is the thing that, that I need myself and that so many of my clients need. I find that a lot of the people that I interview on this podcast, and it's true for myself as well, um, we tend to gravitate, well, first of all, the things that help us, we, we go to them, we use them, um, we practice them. And a lot of the people who I've interviewed then turn that around and say, I need to help people with this because it's helped me so much. Um, and I think that it's just such a great way to educate, open your mind. You know, if you're open to different kind of healing, give it a try. Like why not give energy healing a try? Um, I actually just did a live on Facebook about that, about energy and healing and how you have should be open and receptive to what it is, even though you may not know what it is at all. Um, so you can then receive and start to heal. So I'm glad that you did that. So you were, you were a person who didn't know anything about energy. And then you finally um, realized that it was so beneficial for you. Yeah. And it was funny because when I went to massage school, I picked one of the most Western medicine, you know, scientifically based programs. Cause I was like, I don't want any of that. Like woo woo. Yeah. Where did that word woo woo come from? I just need to I know. I have to know. It's <laughs> it drives me crazy it because it, it truly, it makes it sound like everyone's crazy when you say woo woo, but, but it's, it's just different than what you're used to. Right. Yeah. I have to look that up. I gotta look that up. Where did that come from? Go ahead. Yeah. So you picked the most scientifically based program. I did. I did. And I think with energy work, I think sort of what makes me a little bit different is that I do do it. Like I did want the science, like I did want to know what I was doing, you know, that helped me understand. And I think it helps my clients understand too, when I can explain things it's concrete. a little bit more than like, just trust. And just, you know, if we yeah, can it's actually, it's, explain yeah, it. yeah, it's concrete. And that's the piece that, that where I, I get stuck is, I'm not really stuck, but that's the piece where a lot of people that don't understand it's when you try to explain something like Reiki, it, you know, it's not measured, but you can feel it. <laughs> you could, you know, exactly. you notice the change in the benefits, but it's hard to see and measure. So there's it nothing is. concrete about it. 
there's so much trust and just letting go and believing, which can mm -hmm. be the hardest thing for all of us. I know it right. was for me when I was going through it. Right. So continue to um, tell us about your journey through your um, learning and your practice. So you um, started to learn energy healing or you were starting to open up your energy to become more of, of intuitive? Yeah, I was really starting to open up my psychic gifts at that point. Um, and I, it, it took a long time for me to even be able to call myself a psychic. It was, mm -hmm. I felt like I was kind of hiding yeah. in the corner for a while. Um, but it was really, I guess, hard to explain what I was doing using any other word, but psychic. Mm -hmm. I knew like, okay, I'm going to, I want to go out there and I want to just show people what a psychic is. Mm -hmm. you know, that it's not like a one nine hundred number. It's not, you know, that that it it can be a powerful tool in your healing toolbox to have a a psychic, you know, who can help with that energy piece. Because mm -hmm. it's I really agree. what we're doing. It's the ability to read energy yep. and to work with energy. That's really what a psychic is. Right. You know, because intuition comes more from within, and yep. this is reading the energy that's you know coming from something else. Right. It's truly just being aware of that. And we, again, I just had a live this morning on my Facebook page about energy and, and how everything is made up of energy. Um, and a lot of us can feel energy a little bit stronger than others can, but we all have the ability to be able to feel that energy and work with that energy. Um, so as these abilities started to open, how were you feeling about that? Did you feel great? Were you feeling confused what was happening it was definitely a little confusing um because it was it was almost like you live your life kind of going down one path of belief and and what you believe about yourself yeah. and then this whole thing opens up and it's you know it's almost like you have to shift the way that you see yourself you know and um it it was like being handed all this power and it's like, wow, okay, what do I, you know, what do I do with this? You know, mm -hmm. I have the ability to, you know, work with people's souls and, you know, work to help you know, chronic illness and all this other stuff. It was, it just felt a little overwhelming at first as I digested it. Yeah. You know, so how did you realize, how did you come to terms with it? Or how did you make that overwhelm feel less overwhelming? What, what steps did you take? Or was there not like a conscious step that you took? It was just... What did you do just to start to trust yourself or? Yeah, it was definitely a trust. And just, I think the more I worked with people and the more I worked with it, it just, it felt so natural and just felt, you know, almost like when you're just in the flow state of doing anything that, you know, it's like, you can't even explain it. It's just things just come easy. You they know? do. It's like you're remembering. Yeah. It was almost, you know, it's there all along and I'm just remembering how to do all this stuff. Right. That is so cool. I know there are, I know a lot of people that um, have this ability to feel energy. They just are still in the stages of what to do with that. Like, how do I manage this? How do I protect my energy? How do I um, not absorb other people's energy? Is that something that you work with your clients um, in doing, or do you just simply heal? I do. I do work with clients in that capacity. And I also work with practitioners in that capacity. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have my, um, my empowered energy healers, Facebook group, because mm -hmm. I saw that so many people have these amazing gifts, 
but they don't understand how to kind of protect themselves and set up those energetic boundaries mm-hmm. that that keep you from feeling the way that I did throughout my entire childhood. You know, right, right. That overwhelm and um, because it's it's amazing that once you learn how to work with your own energy, like you don't have to feel like everything is falling apart if Mercury's in retrograde or, <laughs> you know, it's like you really, like you are the most powerful person in your life. You No one else has the power to you know, like knock you down and make you feel small. Those are all things that we kind of our beliefs and not being right. great with our energy management bring onto ourselves. So I really, I teach people, I have a program that, that helps with how to set up those boundaries, how to understand when you're feeling somebody else's emotions and taking them on and, and, you know, what they can do to discharge that energy and return to their own. Their own body, their own soul, their own, their own energy. So that sounds fabulous. So tell us um, what, after you started, I know we just kind of went forward a little bit because we were talking a little bit about what you're doing now, but between the, um, between the now and, and the before, (laughs) so good with my words. Um, When did you decide to start working with people? What was the catalyst, I guess, that made you decide I'm going to help people with this now? Because you, you were, you were working on yourself, taking care of yourself. Um, So when and what, like, what made you say, or, or when I'm going to, I need to do this with other people. And what, what, what gave you the courage to do that? I think oftentimes people need a lot of courage to be able to then take what helped them and teach others. Yeah, well, with my own clients, um, so I had a bunch of people that sort of had been working with me through the massage journey yeah. and, and kind of transitioning a little to other things. Um, and then a lot of them stayed on with me when I was like, you know, it was funny because I didn't necessarily call myself a psychic right away. And some of my clients would be like, I swear you're psychic. You know, how do you know that? Right. And kind of like blushing and, you know, um, so that, that was part of how I knew I had to just completely come out as the psychic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally out. Um, so, so a lot of those clients uh, were so excited to stay and to, to do this work. And so truly, it just sort of happened organically. It just was the way you transitioned into it and people stuck around. So it really wasn't a major decision. Like, I'm going to go work with people and help them with this ability of mine. It was yeah, kind of it wasn't like, like a huge, you know, screeching yeah. halt and then going into yeah. a different direction. Um, but then actually the, so I had started doing some online work and, and taking online clients as well. And then the, you know, the quarantine hit. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't physically touch people anymore. And, you know, it was months and months of not being able to do that. So I focused my attention online. And when it came time to renew my lease, I just, it just didn't feel right to me. It just, it was, it just didn't feel like something that I should be doing. So I decided at that point to just kind of go all in on the online. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, that's when I started thinking about teaching practitioners too. that, that came along that progression as well. Cause I saw so many people in need of, you know, they were struggling and, and just needed some help with how to move forward. Yeah. I know a handful of people that I'm willing to refer your, your Facebook group to the, um, 
energy healers, the empowered energy healers page. I think I, I know like maybe three or four people that I may just invite to that if that's okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a, I would love to expand the community because I feel like I was stuck in that place for so long too, of feeling things and knowing things and, but just, it's like, okay, what do I do with this? And I don't want to hurt anybody. And I want to be in high integrity, yep. you know, but how do I move forward? Right. Right. Well, I'd love that. So I think we'll take a break now, if you're okay with that. We'll take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will chat more about how, other than this Facebook great group for empowered, um, empowering energy healers, we'll talk about how other people who might not be energy healers can still work with you, find you on social media. And um, we'll talk about anything else that you want to promote if you have anything good coming up soon. Um, but we'll be back in just a sec before we start chatting about that. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Thanks for coming back on this episode of Heal. I have Beth Manning um, joining us, who is a master psychic healer and a medical intuitive. I promised everyone when we came back that we would talk to her about how you can hire her, where you can follow her on social media, um, how you can get in touch with her. However, before we move to that part of this um, interview, I wanted her to share with the audience exactly what a medical intuitive is, just in case some of the listeners don't really know what that is. Could you explain to them what a medical intuitive is and does? Sure. Thanks. So a medical intuitive is, so it's really able to read and work with the energy in your body. So pretty much when you have a trauma or an accident or an injury, or, you know, even if when you were a kid and your mom said something to you that felt like you were being shut down or not heard, you know, there, so everything that happens in our lives leaves an energetic imprint in your body. So it's, it's energy. And if we don't have a way of processing that energy or kind of understanding that it's there and releasing it, it will grow over time. So that's one of the rules of energy is that it starts to expand. So this energy, it, it has a signature and it has a quality to it. It has a vibration to it. So that's why, you know, when we're really happy and full of joy, it feels good and it feels light in our body. You know, whereas if we're grieving or feeling shame, it's going to feel heavier and denser. Um, and so we can see that energy, you know, it's kind of like tuning into a radio station, mm -hmm. you know, how we can't necessarily see that or hear that. I mean, but when we set that intention to listen to that station, to tune into it, we can start to, to hear it. Mm -hmm. So a psychic or a medical intuitive is basically just reading that energy that's stored in your body and understanding what it is. And sometimes I'll see it linked to, you know, something in the past, maybe 
something that happened to you or an age when that was imprinted. So we're kind of looking at, okay, where does it go back to? Where does it originate? So that we can I was start. actually going to ask you, are you able to then say when you were five, this is this event was imprinted or energy emotion was imprinted? Are you able to go back to an age and give them an idea as to what you may be referring to? Yeah, definitely. So I do a lot of inner child work. So oh, nice. Yeah. Going, going back to that age. And so I'll do a shamanic healing journey where we actually will go back, we'll talk to that you know, little girl or whatever, whatever it is, whatever age, and just understand, okay, what, do, what is she believing right now? What does she need? You know, give her a healing. And I'll actually work a lot of times on the energetic body of that child, you know, mm-hmm. to start to heal what was imprinted at that time. Right. Because when we heal at the inception of the energy, that origination point, it, it will then heal to the present. Yeah. So that's kind and of, which is amazing. It is. It is. So it's yeah. sort of like ancestral healing, all of that, mm-hmm. you know, like we have the power as individuals to do so much to help heal our families and to heal um, generations and generations just by the work that we're doing right. know, on ourselves. Um, so, so really going back, working with that energy And so if you, if you came to me and said, uh, my, my low back has been hurting me, you Uh know, chronically, I would, I can look at the energy there and see, okay, is it, are you feeling burdened? Are you feeling unsupported? Is it money issues? And then we can see where it stems to so that we can start to go back. And so much of it is, is changing beliefs and, you know, changing the way that you view yourself. And so many of the issues that we have are places where we lost our power, you know, where we gave it away to somebody else, or mm-hmm. you were just, it, somebody disempowered us in some way. And so it, so much of it is teaching people how to reconnect back to themselves and just right. start to see their potential, yeah. to see their power. Um, and that's what so much of healing is. So it's really kind of at the, you know, the most fundamental, removing the energy that's not conducive, that feels icky in our body and replacing it, you know, with something that feels so much better. And those beliefs that we have every day help to grow that good energy, helps it keep us in that state. Right. That's amazing. I know so, again, I know so many listeners that probably would benefit from that, myself included, um, Yeah, that's amazing. And and soul work too, you know, working with a person's soul uh, to understand, you know, what, what does it need? What does it want? What is it here for? What is the purpose? What does it help? What does it want you to achieve and Mm -hmm. how you can help your soul to start to heal? Mm -hmm. Because then life becomes so much easier when you're living in alignment with your soul. Right. When when it doesn't struggle. Right. That's right. And uh, a funny thing is I'm doing a master class in self-care coming up this weekend. It's a two-part class. And that's exactly what we're talking about, talking about getting back to who you are. You know, you're not broken. You're not, uh, you're not a better, worse version of who you're supposed to be. You are exactly who you're supposed to be. You just have to uncover exactly who that is because <laughs> it's there, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's the energy of 2022 is so supportive of that work. Yeah. Of really stepping into your own power and, and working in conjunction, like in partnership with your soul. Right. You know, because when we fight our soul 
it just, we wonder why there's so much chaos in our lives, but we're not connected into who we really are and moving forward the way that we're supposed to be. Right, right. That's fabulous. So everyone, you need to hire her now. (laughs) (laughs) Beth, do you have, um, I know you said you were doing a lot of online things, but are you able to then um, deal with people out of your region? Can you, can people hire you if they're not in your area still? You can still do the shamanic work, soul things. Um, Obviously you can work with the inner child and medical intuitive and psychic stuff. Yes, you can probably do all that, but are you hire, are people hiring you that aren't in your general vicinity? Yeah, I actually, we're completely online now. Perfect, that's right, you told me that. I was listening, I promise. Um, when you said online though, I wasn't sure if someone, if you were doing, oh yeah, that would make sense. Anywhere they are, they're online. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. I really you. was listening, I promise I was listening. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so okay. people around the world. Yeah. Around the world. So listen, if you're around the world and you are interested in hiring Beth for any of these amazing healing opportunities, um, even if you might feel like you don't even need one, you might want to experience this because you may uncover some things that you could work on. Um, you can get in touch with her. Um, her website is bethmanningintuitive.com. So as you all know, I write these in my podcast notes, so you'll be able to see them. You don't need to stop what you're doing and write it down, but you can get in touch with her on her website. Again, that's www.bethmanningintuitive.com. If you want to follow her on Instagram, it's at Beth Manning Intuitive, which is just one word. I'll also write that in the podcast notes. Um, and also, if you are someone who wants to incorporate Um, energy work into your practice right now, you can go to her Facebook group, which is called Empowered Energy Healers. And again, that's really for practitioners who want to integrate energy work into their practice. Um, If you're already an energy worker, and you're confused a little bit about how to protect your energy, um, then you can go there too, right? If you already are an energy worker, that's a great place to get some help and some um, guidance and some teaching. Yeah, there are a lot of energy workers in there already. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. And and my friends who are listening, I'll probably invite you there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to go, but I'll probably invite you there because I know I'll probably go right there when I get off of this recording. Is there anything else you wanted to promote or uh, anywhere else that I missed that they can come and follow you? Or is that everything? I think that's pretty good. I mean, um, inside that Facebook group, I'll be, you know, sharing some programs that I create. Great. Um, I've already created one on, on mastering your own energy, um, which is really the groundwork. It's really a foundation for then, you know, the next class after that will be teaching people how to start to use their senses and to, you know, understanding the, the energy of their clients a little bit better. Yeah, um, but mastering your own energy is definitely something that you have to know how to do before you start reading other people's energy, right. just to protect That's, yourself. And- sounds like a great place to start. It's yes. perfect. All right. So at the end of every podcast, I ask uh, my guests questions. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> okay. When you are at your most peaceful, what is it that you are doing? Ooh, I would say. I'm definitely by water. 
Yeah. Um, probably the ocean. Um, yeah, definitely in nature by water. That's where my most peaceful memories are. Um, I was looking at old photos last night and I saw a photo of myself sitting on a big rock on Cape Cod oh, in nice. the ocean. It just had this <laughs> huge grin on my face. And so I've always been very drawn to water. Cape Cod is about 40 minutes away from me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. Yeah, I have a favorite beach right before you get to the bridge, the bridges, you know, the two bridges that you get go over to get to the Cape. I have a beach right before the bridges um, that I go to all the time. It's my favorite Oh, you're lucky. Uh, yeah, that's I'm very lucky. It's prob I'm that's probably I'm pretty far from the Cape now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you come back. We'll visit. Um, sure. <laughs> all right. Is there a special self-help or any kind of a type of book that you would recommend to anyone? Life-changing book, something that you would recommend, or perhaps you do recommend to your clients. Ooh. Um, and if not, it's okay. I don't ever want to pressure anyone to think that they have to recommend I something. Can I give two books? Yeah. Because yeah. if you saw my bookshelf, I have a lot of books. So this is a yeah. painfully hard question. Okay, good. Two is good for someone with a million books. That's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say um, if you're interested in the medical intuitive stuff, like learning mm -hmm. more about the body and how the body talks to us, um, I think Carolyn Mace's Anatomy of the Spirit is mm -hmm. probably a book that has it's helped my clients a lot. It's helped me a lot to understand um, all about, like even how we were talking about giving up your power, things like that. She talks about that a lot in the book. Um, I think it's a great way to start taking stock of your own body a little bit and going yeah. a little bit deeper and understanding. I love the that. Oh, Did you good. Read? I love that. I haven't read that. I haven't heard it. So yeah, you so haven't read it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's very approachable. It's. Uh, and it just got me really excited about being a medical intuitive when I read it. So awesome. Perfect. Thank you. What's the second one? So the second book um, that really changed me a, a lot was The Oxygen Advantage by oh. Patrick McGowan. And the book is really based around helping you to optimize your breathing. Oh, so um, it's like breathwork type? It book? is. It's breath work. Oh, it's good. very practical, you know, um, even doing breath holds and, you know, where you're breathing and shutting your mouth when you're breathing. And I read it and, you know, it, it's probably been the most transformational book for me because I did the practices and it just, it completely changed, you know, my stress level and how I was recovering. And, you know, just, it was such a great tool to have, especially with, I think what people are going through right now with yeah. the world that we're living in. And I wonder too, if this kind of breath work is good for someone who wants to meditate, but isn't able, feels like they aren't able to sit quietly and focus on their breath. This seems like a more active focused, like mindful meditation. Does that make sense? If when you're doing yeah. breath work, you're focusing on your breath, but it's not a sit quiet in and out. This is more of a um, more focused breath work. Yes. Yeah. yeah an active, more, like an active meditation, but not really. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yeah. more exercises that you can start to do to like, you know, work with the nitric oxide levels and, you know, how just sort of how you're breathing, where you're breathing. It's really taking stock of your breathing strategy. Yeah. Because I think meditation and things like that are terrific 
But if you're just practicing a dysfunctional breathing strategy, it can make it difficult to shift your yeah. nervous system. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, it's interesting. So this like really helps work on the like the hardware, I think, you know, really getting to how you're breathing yeah. and how your body feels. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna get that one. It's great. It's really For great. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I think everyone should read that book right now. And and I started teaching some stuff off of it too. And so many people have just felt so much better because of it. I love it. I love the um, idea of the book and I love, because I am a mindful meditation instructor and teacher. Um, I think that that would go hand in hand with what I teach, but I know that I would benefit from it as well. So I'm definitely going to grab that book. Thank yeah, you. He has YouTube videos and things too, if you want to, and this lovely oh. Irish accent. So you can tell check me his out. name again. I got the oxygen advantage. What's the author's name? Patrick McCohen. I think it's M-C-K-E-O-W-N. You have to check like that. McEwen? McEwen, yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Are you ready for our last question? Sure. All right. If money was not an object, what would you be doing with your life? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I... I feel like I would love to start educating kids, you know, start the younger population about, you know, breathing and, you know, um, encouraging more movement and even thought work, you know, helping them to, to start to think about the way they're thinking, you know, mm -hmm. but you're, you're singing, you're singing, um, not, you're not singing, you are singing uh, my praise, not my praises. What is the phrase that I'm trying to, you're, you're, I want to do that as well. I've been trying to do that as well. I'm a kindergarten mm. teacher. So I've been trying really hard in the past few years to introduce more mindfulness into the classroom and directly teaching it, even though uh, it wasn't asked to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying. Yeah. You know. And I am working it really on really starts at such a young age. Yes. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine what the world would be like in 20 years if every single child was able to identify their emotions, um, say what they're feeling, where they're feeling it, process it, sit with it, let it go, move on. Yeah. Cause like, that's what I needed so much when I was growing up and, you know, to just know that what I was feeling was okay. Yep. Cause it always just felt like I was so alone and singled out. Yeah. And not being able to talk about it at that age either. Um, so when your mom was trying just to protect you and I don't know, it's just sad. You just want someone, you just want to teach a child how to be able to communicate how they're feeling. And if they can't maybe just say like, where are you feeling yucky or it's just so important. It is. So. It is. And the breathing thing too, with all the masks right now and everything, oh. you know, I, yeah. It's just if like, if we can start to instill better breathing strategies and people, I mean, it, it's, you know, even just watching people drive right now, how reactive everyone is. And, you know, if we could teach people how to find their off switch and, yes. you know, how to be able to work with their own nervous system. Right. Because I know people who, who react in that way, don't want to, you know, I'm sure they regret it after, um, but not able to control it. So. Yeah. 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 Or communicate. I'm frustrated. You know, <laughs> instead they exactly. just get mad. Yeah. yeah, responding. I feel frustration. Reacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. we'll get there. Maybe. Yes. We'll get there. Well, I love that answer because yes, I'm trying to do the same thing. Um, but we just keep trying, and we'll get there. Everyone will get there. I think. 
Yes, exactly, exactly. We'll just keep talking about the things that light us up and, and hoping that more and more people listen if it's aligned with them. That's right, that's right. They'll hear it when they need to, I think. Yes. Well, listen, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Um, nice yeah, to meet you, you too. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. And don't forget, everyone who's listening, you can catch her on Instagram. It's Beth Manning Intuitive. And you can also check out her website at www.bethmanningintuitive.com. And boys and girls, we'll be back. Can you tell I'm a teacher? <laughs> Everybody, we'll be back in just a second. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.